Hello everyone, welcome to the Wild Card Podcast, the first episode of our of our podcast. We have we instead of being at Quinnipiac um the Quinnipiac radio station, we um because of COVID nineteen, we um have took it we took it matters into our own hands and made a We've podcast. We've moved on. Yeah. So um we, and we we would have had an episode up sooner, but like we haven't been able to like find time to get together. And um yeah, so this will be on our YouTube channel and um our anchor, which is where you can listen to all of our podcasts, which will distribute to like other podcasting websites too. If you're interested. Hopefully. I really hope. <laughs> Hopefully we're just not talking to ourselves we're, here, but when I talk we're talking to into the internet void. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So yeah, we'll, so not too much. Not too much has gone on, but like um, Andrew Kane has been very fun to follow recently. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I wonder what. I wonder if he actually wants to fight. I think like, he is serious. No offense to him, but he's like not even on. Like he's just a, a hockey player, and hockey players out of like all four sports are probably the least popular in America, at least. So like I wouldn't be surprised. That's true. That is. But like, Canada. not a lot of people. It's like two different markets. Like Evander Kane's more popular in Canada, and Probably like more. the, the or Paul in, or guys. In, or in the San Jose Shark, or the San Jose and. And the in the area. San Jose area, yeah. Logan Paul doesn't even know the teams from his area that he lives in. <laughs> yeah, like, so I don't, I don't know I don't know why he's really trying to pick this fight. But it's interesting. Like I guess it seems to be getting yeah, traction. Yeah, no. It, like he, they both have tweeted out about it. Like they've like, <laughs> and um, well, yeah, like um, he the, is it Jake Paul? Um, he I don't, I don't called, know which he one called out Jake Paul, but then uh, Logan Paul mentioned it in his um podcast, and then Lo- okay, and then Evander King responded to the Logan Paul. They've been going at it a bit, and then <laughs> and then the one of the Paul brothers like. Like put back like Evander Kane being like yeah like I'm really not that tough I'm kind of a I, soft guy you know I know I don't know why he would ever say that but no no that was from I actually watched that video that um he pulled that audio from in that video it's pretty well it's pretty well the the video makes it out pretty clearly that Evander Kane used to bo- what did box no <laughs> yeah a, he has boxed I've seen his, that his, fa- his father was a boxer. Yeah, it's not like he's never boxed he's, before. Yeah, like it seems like he does have some experience, which is interesting. And also, the Paul brothers have fought like KSI and um, Nate Robinson. KSI is a YouTuber like them, and uh, Nate Robinson is a retired basketball player that everyone loves. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves Nate Robinson. And he's he's small. I think am I taller than him? I don't know if I'm <laughs> taller than him. He's really he's not. I mean, he's like NBA short, which might not be too bad, but he's still like I think short. He's like, I think he might be like Matsuzukarello height. He's five nine, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I might be the same height as him. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, check my height in the middle. In but the I mean, minutes. let's let's see what. Hold on, but, yeah, I want to see like, that height. The, like, the thing, if and if Andrew Kane's different, that he's an active. Pro- professional athlete. Yeah. So 
Uh, my, well, my Jake Paul. I want to see. Okay, so Jake Paul is six one. And I think Evander Kane is like six two. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Like that's a pretty even fight. Yeah. Yeah, Evander Kane. I mean, yeah, Evander Kane six two. It's good. I think Evander Kane. Like a lot of hockey people are thinking Evander Kane will just roll over him. But I, th- I think I don't, a lot of people think boxing that too, is. Boxing is a different sport. It's yeah, it's it's completely it's, its, cr- sport. it's in its own world from like like a hockey fight. Like yeah. that that really does not matter. It's kind of sad that this is what boxing's become. We're talking more about Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson than Mike Tyson returning. Yeah, but that Mike T- I didn't watch it cuz I, I don't I I'm not really either. a big box boxing uh, guy, not, but not like am I, but like this boxing's trying to claim to any sort of popularity nowadays. Yeah. The whole McGregor Mayweather fight was just that, trying to reclaim on the yeah. popularity from, and from that was, MMA. That wasn't even that good of a fight. Oh, no, that was an. Well, I've watched Floyd, it. I watched Mayweather, that. It's a Floyd Mayweather fight. What else are you going to expect? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, but that was like, there's nothing on now. I know college basketball is starting back up, which is entertaining. Quinnipiac so, was supposed to start their season soon, but um, some of the men's team, I think, caught COVID. Yeah, they were supposed to start last Tuesday, I think. Yeah. And then over the weekend. And men's yeah. and women's basketball are both 1-0. That's cool. That's so, cool. hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully they keep that going. And their oh. season... Oh, you, go, you go on. Their season is weird. Like, I was looking at the men's season. It's kind of like the... You're the playing Mac. a lot of local areas. Like, yeah. And, and they don't hockey, really... They're playing a lot of, like, Clarkson. And like, yeah, um, they're, Sacred they're Heart. playing um, Sacred Heart and like I think Holy Cross, which isn't too far. Yeah. But that's like an out-of-conference team. But for the basketball, they're not really starting until after the new year. Like right now, they're just kind of – it almost seems like it's like exhibition games. Like they play mm-hmm. like once every like two weeks almost. So they're that's not weird. like really – yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. But Well, it, well 2020 has been an odd year. Yeah, you can't say – can't count anything out this year. This year, it's, so I'm convinced it's when it's like New Year's Eve. It's gonna it's gonna be 11:59 p.m. and it's gonna change to 11:60 p.m. <laughs> December yeah, 31st. Be, just be a big old joke. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Quinnipiac, the school part. Um, my teacher from who I have like on Tuesdays and Thursdays on Tuesday said there's no class on today, which is the Thursday, which is where we're recording this. I tell my parents that I don't have class today, yesterday, like for Thursday, three times, and then my dad wakes me up <laughs> for class today. Yeah. Why do you not have classes today? I don't know. We're like doing something for our essay. We have an like essay that he's like okay. wants to talk to us individually about. Oh, okay, okay. So he's setting up appointments. There's no class today for me, so that was dope. Yeah. But I mean, sports world. That's the thing. Like NBA announced their schedule. NHL, yeah. ha- NHL oh has my... really yet to do anything. Oh my god! Did you hear like the rumor that they might have to renegotiate? Reno- they were gonna have to renegotiate the CBA. This year? They were yeah. They were, like there was like a, a dumb rumor that we're gonna have they they were gonna have to renegotiate the CBA that they just agreed to. Oh, they. <laughs> that, Wait, Gary Batman I think said that it wasn't true, but like, how does that rumor come out? 
Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm looking that the, up now. The players already agreed to like forfeit like twenty percent of their salary or something like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're. For the owners, like they keep to make to keep afloat. Yeah, to be honest, hockey they hockey kind of needs fans in attendance to kind of stay oh, yeah. afloat. To be oh, fair, yeah, definitely. So I, I don't blame the owners. Yeah, but like the players agreed to go to a bubble, they agreed to forfeit some of their salary, the free for escrow. It's oh my god. Yeah. But Gary Bettman seems to actually want to have a hockey season, which is a very breath of fresh air for once. <laughs> yeah. Man, everyone talks about like how bad like um Roger Goodell is as a commissioner, but like Roger Roger Goodell hasn't um canceled the NFL season like um Gary Bettman has. To on be multiple fair, occasions. Yeah. To to be fair, a lot of the GMs aren't as bad as they appear to be. Like I know I know the, the NBA love or the commissioner. I'm sorry, the NBA loves their commissioner. Adam Silver. Well, yeah. MLB hates theirs. <laughs> oh well, well, Robert Rob Manfred is um. I, he was presenting the the world the the piece of metal to yeah, the, that to was, the Dodgers. That pissed off a lot of people. So he, he he was handing off to the Dodgers, and like there were fan there were some fans in there. They booed him, relentlessly, and he was like shocked. He did he's like almost he didn't expect <laughs> it. I'm like. Did you not? Do you not listen to yourself speak, dude? Yeah, that that guy's a joke. Yeah. Well, and also the play MLB Players Association is like the best players association in sports. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, I'm not sure if you you know do you watch SNY or do you get SNY from where you're from? Yeah, I guess SNY. Oh, do you know? Are you familiar with Andy Martino? Don't know who that is. <laughs> okay, probably for the best you don't know. He's a yeah insider for for SNY, and he's um okay. no one really likes him that much on like Mets Twitter. <laughs> but like you said, and um, I guess on like one of the baseball shows that they have on SNY, saying like a World Series is not a reasonable goal for most baseball teams. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen this. I'm like. Yeah, how stupid is are you, that? Are you, are, you sure, are you sure about that? I mean, I mean the context behind it is like, like um, I see what he build, means. You want you want to build to that championship, but like every MLB team is competing for the World Series. <laughs> to say that's yeah. not a reasonable goal is is dumb. I, I to be fair though, I I see what he does kind of mean. Like I kind of see it, but like that's there's still um, a very hard. Ta- that's a very bad take. Yeah, it's a bad take still. I but hope he... when Steve Cohen buys it, he's gone. <laughs> he probably will be. And then, all right, let's read off the the Steve Cohen tweet. <laughs> oh yeah, he like the non-tendered um players came out. Um, a lot of interesting choices. I so, know a lot. Okay, you go, you go. So Steve Cohen tweets out, "Who is the most interesting?" Relief, um, non tendered player who's on the free agent market now. This is why I love Steve Cohen now <laughs> because he's <laughs> tweeting out. And, um, so someone retweeted saying he didn't hire a GM. We are the GM. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. 
And this is a podcast we can swear a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of guys were saying David Dahl. David Dahl, was on... that would be a... he. He's been like hampered by injuries, but that might be a good get. Good get. He's yeah. He's like he's twenty twenty five. He's still like he was like one of the uh, up and comer, like top prospects at one point. But yeah, like, he was. In, he's a first in... round tenth overall pick. Yes, yes. He's um, but he has to deal with a bunch of injuries, so that's probably why he was not intended. Also, also that um, a lot of MLB teams lost a lot of money supposedly. Yeah, you see what the the Phillies are a joke. Oh my god, they're like two billion. Come on, I don't know. If, I think that was misreported. No, no, it was one hundred percent misreported. There's no way they lost two million dollars. Steve Cohen bought the Mets for two million, two billion, or two billion. Sorry, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That I he... think that was misre. I think that was misreported. No, no, it, yeah, it had to be. Like that's so wrong. And um, now Bryce Har- and now Bryce Harper is Bryce. This is what Bryce Harper signed up for. Yeah, thirteen I, years. Thirteen years of that. It's gonna be a long well, well, time. He signed for thirteen total years for that. This. It'll uh, be. Yeah. Oh, speaking of baseball, I was a part of um, a documentary talking about the Wilpons from Stark Raving Sports. So if you want to check that out, um, I'll leave a link to it in the description on the YouTube side when we post we it on a... our YouTube video. Can we get a sneak peek? Um, I don't want to hit, I think some of the hotkeys on my keyboard affect the recording of OBS. Okay, okay. And so um, I would have to type those, those letters in. So I don't know if you've also seen... But like, but... My, my appearance is like very minor. I say one word. Ah, okay. But it's still a very, it's still a very, um, in-depth documentary about the Wilpons. You love the Wilpon legacy, right? That was your favorite. Good owners. Sure. <laughs> Jeff, um, Wil- Jeff Wilpon's only. I also learned that Jeff Wilpon's only quality for having a job is being Fred Wilpon's son. There you go. That, I think all, that's all I need to tell about you about you know. Jeff Wilpon. I'm glad he's gone. He's a terrible person. And very like incompetent. He's someone who should not be anywhere near a sports franchise. Uh, but I've made a point of this on our on our radio show. So yeah. So has any free agents even had like signed yet? Has there been for, anything? For baseball? Yeah, for baseball. Has the anything Mets gone Trevor, on? The Mets signed Trevor May, which is pretty good. Trevor May. Yes. Never heard of him. Well. He's well. He's not really like a, the a big well-known reliever, but he's still a solid reliever. Oh, he's a reliever. Okay. Um. He, he was a former twin. Well, not former. Well, now a former twin, and um. He had his um best years when um his when his pitching coach was um Jeremy Hefner, who is um actually now the Mets pitching coach. Oh, he did pretty good this season. Yeah. Twenty-three innings pitched, twenty hits, eleven runs, ten earned. Five home runs and thirty-eight strikeouts. So that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. You never, uh, you never have enough to, to enough relievers. That's true, and you definitely need some reliever help. So <laughs> they didn't. They, the Mets didn't tender um Jason Shreve, who's a left-handed reliever, which I think the Mets need a lot of. Which is actually make you wonder if they they're gonna convert 
Steven Metz into a um relief pitcher because he's left handed and um he hasn't really been as effective as a starter like the past couple of years. But then again, yeah. he's like still like probably just like a fourth or fifth re- starter option. I think people need to calm down about Steven Matz. <laughs> but I feel like I think like he might be a really effective as a relief pitcher, honestly. If you want me to be honest with you. As a relief pitcher, we'll see. They also didn't they, I don't know they I don't they didn't accept the option of um Dustin Wilson either, so who that's another left handed gone. Left hander gone. Yep. So um, they might convert Mets to a reliever, or they might go after Brad Hand, which I would like a lot. Well, there's still there's still a lot of free agents relief pitchers out there. Yeah, Liam Hendricks. That'd be a good one. That would be really great. But I think the Mets need to sign a starting pitcher because. No, you don't need was... another starter. No. You need like do. a like a you need like a fifth starter. Which will be nothing. David Pearson will be the fifth starter. Um, oh, and also Charlie Morton signed with the Braves. That was another. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good one. That's a and as a as a low risk contract as a one year contract, so it's like probably low risk, high reward. Yeah. That player. Um, but no, the Mets. The one thing that was pretty obvious if you watched the Mets this season, they're starting pitching. Outside of like Degrom and David Peterson, their pitching depth was non-existent. <laughs> that was pretty obvious if you watched them last year. Well, who because who they, had... they they didn't have Syndergaard or Stroman. Well, now, yeah, exactly. Now they do have Syndergaard and Stroman. Yeah, but um, you could um add a Trevor Bauer. You could. See, I don't know why you guys want Trevor Bauer. Like you guys would have, like four aces. Exactly. Not, but like, you, but you guys. Why not? It's not. It's not your pitching. It's your hitting. No, like, the hitting was actually Degrom the whole thing is that the whole thing is that Degrom has no run support. This year, and Degrom has actually had a lot more run support this year than any other year. Exactly. Surprisingly, so you, need to, you need to keep building on that so you, Degrom isn't going out there losing one nothing games or. Are Mets actually, by... had a, actually had scored a lot of runs this year, and they couldn't make the playoffs. Go, go figure. It's a dangerous playoff team. I if think you guys so. do perform, they have a lot of talent. They they have a lot more talent. Than I think people give them credit for. You know, I want the. Uh, they got what talent do they have? Dominic Hitting. Smith, um, Pete Alonso, who had a down year admittedly, but he still led the team in home runs. So yes, yeah, take, see, take that's... that. Take, take that. Take that for what you. So take that. No, like, is that know. is that a good sign or a bad sign? <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He struggled, but like, he's still hitting home runs. So I. But he's. I take that on a, take on that a down a year. Team. He's still your best hitter. Well, like Dominic on a Smith, bad year, well, he had no, a best, bad uh, year. Our best hitter was like Dominic Smith and Michael Conforto, who both had like a batting average above three hundred. We still have okay. Jeff McNeil. Uh, we don't have Robinson Cano this year, so the Mets wanted to pay him because he got suspended. That's oh yeah, that's how also happened. Robinson Cano got suspended for a full oh, year. Oh right, yeah. How so stupid is that? <laughs> the Mets. That's the. That's the but second. But that's good Met. for you guys. That's that really good. <laughs> that is. We don't have to pay him um the twenty four million dollars he's owed this year, but when he's 
probably going to be reinstated next year. We'll have to pay the other years. No, wasn't this his last year? No, he has two more years after this year. Oh, okay. Will Punts, the Will Punts are punching air because they could have saved $24 million. Oh, I seriously thought this was his last year. Okay. No. Oh, that sucks. Oh, because I was going to. You don't know Will Punt ineptity. Ineptability. So they had him on four years for $24 million? Yep. For a so he... guy who is. Okay. A, for, a former Yankee. That's a lot of. That's another bunch of Will Pond Wills that moves that they made. They get a bunch of former Yankees. Yeah, but they're washed up Yankees by that point. Oh yeah. Yank- Yankees did a great job by or, getting you know, out they, of that. Or you know they get um Jason freaking Bay. Todd Frazier. I can't. Well, Todd Frazier was all right. I'm not saying he was bad, but that was just, that's the Yankees I guy. I didn't mind Todd Todd Frazier Who's... a lot. No, he's a good guy. Who's you had a relief pitcher that you got from of us? the Kansas. Yeah, but Tansas. Yeah, I he had him. a bit. He he had um a bit of a down he had, year. Didn't he have? He had some major injury. Was it Achilles? I think yeah. He didn't pitch for like a whole season. Which yeah, that's that's hard for. It is. I and also I don't want. I don't. Another thing I want to do is like discount some of the COVID year. Like this weird year. I want to chalk it up to that for like some people who didn't perform as well. And I think that's a fair assessment, honestly. Yeah. So, but I, I really want to talk about why Robinson Cano would even, like, consider that. Well, the ser- or the, the PED he got busted for helps him, like, recover faster. And, like... That's that's what everybody gets caught with, with yeah. steroids says, though. Like, so, someone said that, too. But, like, that's to like, keep him, like, healthy and not having to, like, um... He's, like, old and, like, more beat up. So, he wants something... He got something that, um... To probably limit the amount of injuries, why he actually looked like he had more peppermint stuff, which I thought was weird because the year prior he was getting busted, he was like getting harped on for not hustling. Yeah, so I mean, I still think he's a good hitter. He's still a solid hitter. You think? I think so. He's still he's still a professional hitter, and he's got a nice swing. Yeah, he is. He is a you know. Once you're like that good, when you have MVP boats and all stars, like you never lose that. Also, just... Robinson Cano is the second Met to receive 162 game suspension, and that is the most <laughs> team. <laughs> the Mets have two 162 <laughs> have of... had two 162 suspensions, and that's the most in the majors. Bunch of cheaters, man. Oh, he got more. He got suspended more games than any of the Astros. Yeah, that's a. I hate. I, I, don't even get me started on that. Those guys, come on. Yep. Oh man. Who was? It? Um. But this this will be a he good. Got, he got suspended for cheating. <laughs> this um, it'll be a good year now that fans are allowed also because now well yeah if, if fans are allowed, which I think it might, but like I think they the might with all the come out pretty soon, and even then they would still have to like um. They still have to distribute it properly. They still, they still distributed um this vaccine but, across the the world and nation, which is there are a lot of people who live in the United States. Did you know that? <laughs> but I um now the ashes are really gonna get it, which um I can't wait. They're gonna lose George Springer, who was like their best player this year, hit on the hitting side. 
He's still gonna. What what did was Springer bad? I can't remember. No, Springer that. was like the Springer was like the only really good player who was still who was like who a really good player. Okay. Well, I think he did cheat, but like okay. he was like one of the people who actually still had a good season, just not having any of things. Not to cheat not with. cheating. Okay. So he's he's a good ba- professional baseball player. And actually, I don't really, I don't really hate George Springer that much, even though he cheated. I don't. He seems like an actually likable dude. Still, honestly, it's just I hate. Fu- oh, he he I was. Almost. I think he was the most sincere Astro out of all. Of, after it, there weren't the pitchers. I hate. I just hate Altuve because he robbed Judge of, uh, of an MVP. Even oh yeah, even while he was cheating, Judge even, still had he, better numbers. I think it's because of the batting average, but like, yeah. Oh, and um, he apparently has a—he's pretty shy. He had a bad tattoo, even though if you look at his Instagram, it tells you a Shirt different off story. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't think got it's too embarrassing. Gonna have to chant that at him when he um, he's at the plate. Where's your tattoo? I um, yeah, I I really want to know how far it went, like. That is something, but like we're not gonna get that information. We're never, but like if they actually used a buzzer, that's absolutely that, nuts. That, that is, that would be nuts. But I guess we'll find out one day. Maybe not. <laughs> the MLB did more about the the Black Sox scandal than the Astros. Because I mean, that is like the most. That's probably. The only reason why they're hated so much is because, because of they got the away punishment. with it. Yeah. Like, if they because, got... Because the MLB Players Association is so good. If players got suspended, like, only the coaches? Come on. And the coaches are signed. The, coach, the coaches are back in the MLB. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. There's, like... And there's people like, oh, we should get Belgium back. No. I don't want that. Who's your head coach now? Oh, the manager is Luis Rojas. He's still he's sticking around for another season, which I think is actually a good decision. Honestly. MLB managers are they're kinda like all they really gotta do is biggest thing for a manager is knowing how to deal with pitching. As obviously as we saw in the Kevin last Kevin Cash. It's Kevin Cash. I mean yeah. I like analytics. I think they are important to the game, but like there's like some things where like each you gotta like trust your gut. You can't like just rely everything in, in on the uh, analytics. It's in valuable a, to have the information. In a I'm not saying game that, like but that. you gotta have the you gotta have a balance. To know what... give a... Oh, you were saying that give a really that gives a really bad rep to analytics because they do they are very important. And they are. People, they have people they get you get the information. And people are just gonna be like, oh, like a loss in the World Series, but like it's it's what got them there. <laughs> it's what got it's what got it's what makes the raise the raise and what's made Moneyball so revolutionary. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't know. I, I I don't I don't blame them for that. I don't blame I don't blame them for making but also they the people who they repl- the person who they replaced them with, um Rick Anderson Nick Nick Anderson. Yeah, he's just, he was terrible. <laughs> he was terrible. He was he was getting he was getting torched throughout the whole playoffs. That's where I have the biggest problem with it, with two. Yeah, 
who they yeah, replaced least... Nick Blake Snell with, who who's also in the trading block apparently, which I think is crazy. Snell? But like this is, but yeah, but this is something the Rays have done countless times before. They traded well, David Price. Yeah, but Price and Chris still... Archer. Archer was Archer bad? Well, th who did they get in that? They got Austin Meadows and Tyler Glass now. Oh, they got that's the Glass now. Yeah, that was a good one. Glass now are... Meadows, but Meadows but... had a pretty down year this year. Well, Glasnow is worth it in itself. Well, yes. So. Um. The oh, something that also happened during our um hiatus, brief hiatus, was the reverse retro jerseys in the NHL. Yeah. Um, a lot of them. I'm, a lot of them I like. A lot of them I do like. I think the Rangers could have been a bit better, but I'm not. I'm not gonna complain. I think it's still a fine jersey, and it's a fine uniform too. I think it could have been a lot more, is what I'm trying to say. But I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that upset over it. The Devils one looks kind of weird, but it doesn't I, look. So I wish bad. they went. I wish they went like like black on them. I don't. I don't like the green being like a big Christmas. color. But yeah. they do have a very good uh, Twitter account. <laughs> all, all they do is like call it the Rangers, I'll, don't they? They just like mess with people all the time. <laughs> oh, one tweet they made, I think my brother. I don't know. I don't remember the context. From my brother, who's who? My brothers hate the Devils. Okay, I. But like, they like don't let this distract you from the fact they had their parade in the parking lot. Sheesh. I I'm not the biggest we're not big the biggest devil fans we hate them but like I I can be we are friends with some devil fans who and they're Devils actually really are the nice people underrated team coming in the next year look out Holtz has been lighting it up that is going to be the steal of the draft well is he was picked pretty high though yeah that's so true. Would, would it would it be really would it really be a steal? It would be a steal. It's just a, it's just a great pick. A great top ten pick. A good pick to make. I, I see I agree with that. I mean I get first three picks were like guaranteed or the top three was like guaranteed. Yeah. I mean it just depended on who went second and who went third, which was a surprise. Like with, with Ifield and Suitso, which was I I'd rather Really? I thought Byfield was going to go through. I thought Stutzel was going to be... I thought uh, that too, but like Byfield is probably the better choice. It's probably a better choice than Stutzel. Because he's a center. Because he's a center. No, aren't they both center? Isn't Stutzel a center? I think Stutzel's a center, but I think he plays more wing. Okay, that would I make think. sense. I think, I don't know. But, yeah, that... If, like... You know, going back on the Taylor versus Tyler... Taylor Hall versus Tyler Sagan. You can argue Sagan should have went first. Yeah, I agree. But like, and also like the tiebreaker should have been if it is like if they're so good and like they're tied for they're tied. Sagan should have went first solely because he's a center. That should have been the tiebreaker. Uh, well, he was Boston, and they had like Bergeron. Well, they they got, they were gifted Tyler Sagan and um Dougie Hamilton by the. Brian Burke and the Toronto Maple Leafs for Phil Kessel. <laughs> Phil Kessel. I like Phil Kessel. Uh, yeah, he's a good goal scorer. Um, no, but outside the top three, there's Raymond. There's Raymond. Who... 
I think there's a who who do you want to do? the Detroit. Detroit, Detroit. Okay. I love Detroit. I love Detroit and how they look for the. Future. I don't really see Steve, Steve Eiserman as as an ex, as an executive as, as executive as, yeah. Steve Eiserman because um, um then, he took a lot of our good players. And there's Sanderson and Drysdale, two defensemen. Who I think, which is what Ottawa I think did need. They need some more back end depth. They got Branstrom and um Shabbat. Well, they have a lot of they have a lot of forward prospects. Well, yeah, they have obviously a lot. adding Stutzel on top of that. Logan, Bra- so. Logan Brown. Yeah, good old American guy like that. Yeah, um, they still have Brady Kachuk, who um is pretty good. But um, do you trust Eugene Melnick to like keep that together? Yeah, I, it's easy to keep players together now. Like at least at least I for mean, a second contract, and and if you sign them to a bridge, that's a just bridge con- two more years of them. And but, then an RFA status, so. But do you trust? I wouldn't pass anything back by um, Eugene Melnick to screw something up. Yeah, because that's what he's good at. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's hard to screw stuff up when you're like that good of a young core, and it's not like like Wait, they're still at the sa- they're still at the salary floor. Like oh, they, yeah. they got they, they, let go of Bob, they let go of Bob, Bobby Ryan, which is like they need to hit the salary floor. Yeah, um, so that <laughs> that's a good problem to have them get nowadays. That is. But if I mean, and if it's we like do a look... problem with the Rangers, they have so much buyout dead cap from buyouts, which is something they need to. Which is why I was okay with like the deals they signed. Um, Lemieux, Strom, and um, who else did they? Resign, um, D'Angelo, just... D'Angelo. I was fine with them giving them two years because I don't want them like be signing, giving them big contracts and like hand- handcuffing themselves if, in like a couple years down the line when they have to resign guys like Adam Fox and um Igor Shishorkin. I mean, and, a, um, a... Capocaco and Lafreniere to like big boy contracts, and lock them up. Yeah, well, Kaka's probably Kaka's probably gonna get a bridge. <laughs> Probably unless unless he really gonna, performs. I think he's gonna. I think he's like Evgeny. No, not uh, not Evgeny. His brother Andre Shnatsukov. He's gonna have yeah, like that type of his second season. Jack Hughes is Jack Hughes oh. is about to have this greatest improvement Probably. to his sophomore. You know they say sophomore slump. He's not even gonna. He's gonna pass that. Yeah, the freshman slump. Yeah. I was, I think Jack Hughes will be a good player. I think one of his biggest flaws was probably his size. The yeah, size I, thing is not it's turning into less a factor as we move on. I think I think so, yeah, because Matsu Grill is an example of that. Yeah. And he's got the speed. He got the speed and the skill. And he's like he he he's got he'll defend himself too. Yeah, and But yeah, I think Jack Jack Hughes is a rookie, like he I think Tevin, he had he was kinda small coming in. Like I think I know some of my friends who are actually taller than Jack Hughes. Hughes. Oh, a lot of people are. He's got He's like what? He's under six foot. Yeah, he's five eleven. I'm taller than him. Yeah, but yeah, I think he'll. I think he will be a good player. It's not like he Left... even had like the worst of seasons. Yeah, Joe like, Thornton. Up... Joe Thornton had a stinker rookie season, and like he's like one of the best playmakers of his generation. Yeah, and now. I, I think Lafreniere is gonna probably have a better rookie season than he was. I'm not saying so. that because I'm not, I'm not be, trying to be biased, but yeah. he's got he's got size. He's, yeah, I think advantage. I think 
the as a rookie, the size is a little more important. But as yes. as as Hughes moves forward, I he'll... think he'll be. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, and now we have a, a head coach, a, a good head coach, an experienced head coach. Uh, I I hmm. see. We're gonna prove why you guys misused him. Russ a good coach. I know. I think he is he, a good coach. Yeah, <laughs> like I statistically, think okay. I think he's okay. But like, I don't think they should have hired him as an assistant. I think they only did that to like give Quinn some probably some like, little a, advice. Yeah, like, exactly. I was happy. I was happy with the um the assistant coach they got in his replacement um Jacques Martin, who was um the assistant coach for Pitt, for Mike Sullivan in Pittsburgh. <sighs> Mike, I hate Mike Sullivan. That's a that's a whole other <laughs> subtopic, but um. Martin was like a big contributor for like why the defense for Pittsburgh was pretty good, and I think that will help be- because Jacob Truba went from like a potential top two defenseman to um <laughs> a very underperform and like had a very bad defensive numbers as soon as he went was coached under Lindy Rindy Ruff. Did he? Did he? And was Neil Pion a... went from like such a scrub to like oh a, a top four defender. Did Truba? This was his first year in New York. This, this was his first year in New York. Oh, that's right. He yeah, went, that, that's he, a... he had a pretty he had a pretty down year, but he you know he was a good fantasy player because he got hits and blocks. <laughs> I had there him on guess. my team. Sign him to your fantasy hockey team. Um, yeah, I stopped paying attention to that. That's too hard to keep up with, but. Yeah, but um, he, but then it might, Neil it might not be to, became so effective when he went left when he left in the rough, and like Brady Shea left became pretty effective when he wasn't being coached by Lindy Ruff. Also, Carolina has a pretty strong defensive core. Well, Vat, I don't even know if Vatnan played in the Carolina. Well, <laughs> just... Dougie Hamilton, did, and he's a free agent after this year. Yeah. Um. I would say go after Ducky Hamilton for if you for the if I'm, as a Ranger fan, but like he's a right-handed shot. I'm like, huh? We need left-handed shots more now. Well, what size? What side does he play on? Um, I would assume the right side. I know some if guys it, like to play inverted. If you could look that up, that would be. If you could, okay. I I would look it up, but I don't want to hit like the, the. What's um, his name? Ducky Hamilton. Dougie, yeah, we're talking about Ducky. He was traded for Phil Kessel. <laughs> Okay, he does play right side. The right. Okay, yeah. But yeah, the the Rangers already have Jacob Truba and Adam Fox. I don't really want to be playing Adam Fox um third pair because he's pretty good. Yeah, I I really like Adam Fox, by the way. Yeah, New and York, he's a home. He's a Ranger fan. He grew up a but Ranger who, fan, hometown kid. I am. I don't know if you know, but we we also had a guy. Like same thing as Adam Fox at Harvard. We had Riley Walsh, like oh. same position. Okay. Who, who I am really excited to see. That's cool. He played three years at Harvard. Put up twenty. He played thirty about thirty three games each year. Twenty points his freshman year. Thirty one his sophomore year, and then twenty seven this past year. That's really in good. a short in a little short I'm also, season. I'm I'm excited for a Morgan Barron if he if he gets a shot at the roster, who from Cornell. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and uh, oh, you you were gonna say something? And I I, I just like I love these college prospects. I think yeah. 
college is like the new fun way to go. Obviously, like I was really worried about what we were going to lose Radley Walsh because he had he just had to play at Harvard this year and he would have been able to go anywhere. But uh, he, just, he signed with us this offseason, so I guess he was done. But yeah. Oh, speaking, let's let's switch to another New York team. The New York Islanders. Islanders. What have they done? Johnny Boychuk retired. Oh, yeah. Was forced yeah. to retire. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking about that. I was just about to say, now this, this bar, gives Barzella a bridge deal. But, like, I, you know, I would say, like, I feel bad for Johnny Boychuk, but, like, the GF of the Islanders is Lou Lamorello. So. Bunch of shady shit. <laughs> yes. I think, I, I, I think, it, and now they have magically $5 million of cap space instantly. <laughs> Just like that. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I, I, I am joking a bit, but like because that was a serious injury that Johnny Boychuk sustained, and that's that was a very terrible injury, and that that I'm not surprised that he retired, and I think that's really bad. That's really bad. But like, Lula Morello, that. That's just got me thinking a bit. <laughs> That's got my tinfoil conspiracy hat on. Well, he he always does shady stuff like that, so. You would know. You're, you're a devil's fan. <laughs> you would. That's of like course, a, you would know. That's like a Kovalchuk. Um, <laughs> we're gonna NHL. We're gonna take a first round pick from you, Lou Lamorello. <laughs> no, you're not. NHL. You are exactly right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, oh. He he yeah. knows his, he knows his way around. So oh yeah, but uh, Matt Barzell might get a bridge deal. You know what's you know what's a th- a stupid thought I had, but well I don't, I don't know if it's really stupid or crazy. It's probably a crazy thought. What if Seattle Kraken offer sheet heat Barzell this, this year? I don't think they can. They can, can they? sign. I think they can sign players, but I think it's only prospects. But like, you know, they should maybe try it because I think no, 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 because they Bar- cannot I think give away Barzell those. They cannot give away. Sheet. Yeah, but they they give away so many good picks. <laughs> but I think, but if Barzell's That's... as good as a Barzell, I think would sign that offer sheet because he played for the Seattle Thunderbirds. He probably would sign, but as an as a. Islanders, they would one hundred percent just take the picks, probably because that's gonna be like four first round picks, right? Let me let me look the offer sheet because I know, yeah, because well, I I, I know like over above, if you sign just above like the, the Islanders can afford. <laughs> well, they can afford a lot now. Well, uh, they... yeah, sign above like up to seven million or like just above no, like what it's more than house that. cap space they have, like oh wow they... over. <laughs> Oh, okay. They really don't have a lot of cap space. Just kidding. Wow. Yeah, but like they might what? have enough. <laughs> they might have enough money to resign Barzell to a bridge deal. But he has no. Maybe he has a little bit of a reason to take a bridge deal. But okay, so if they give him, let's say they offer him like ten million, which I don't know if that's fair. That... I think that's. I don't. Like I think long... Barzell is a little overrated, but I think he's still a really good player. I think. I th- no. All you have to well, do is just like above, just like go above more than the, the cap space the Islanders had, just a bit over. 
Well, they could always. I I bet they have a trade in place where if that were to happen, they would get a guy like Josh Bailey. Now they can trade him. Maybe. Probably. Maybe like Leo. No, wow, they have so many no movement clauses. Like Casey Zizekas Lu- on a one. Lula Amarello. <laughs> but it's not like in New Jersey. It's not like the the no trade clauses are still taking those players at like a little bit of a cut. Like they're still paying Everly five point five, Nelson six. Andersley, I guess, does deserve that seven million. I find it amazing that like Islander fans think that they could still resign Barzell like, with all of these other contracts. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen, you but Ryan Ryan Pollock is uh Islander fans. Are, it's like a joke, I think, but they're they're saying he's like the most underrated defenseman in the NHL. <laughs> they think Alan Pellick's like the best defenseman in the NHL. And the best NHL defenseman is probably <laughs> well, it's not Drew Doughty. I think he's been the most overrated defenseman ever. Honestly, who even is it nowadays? Who would be the probably, best defenseman? Probably, probably Victor Hedman. Oh yeah, yeah, True. maybe. Maybe uh, I was I'm thinking. To... I mean, I'm it's too to... early to say. It's too early to give it to like Makar, and yeah, I think news. so. But those in the future, hundred percent. Um, I'm trying to. Th- Who was another really good defenseman? Um, oh, Roman I... Yossi. Roman Yossi. That's the best defenseman. Oh, okay. Okay. That he won Norris, and I think, but he, I keep think he's. I think he's a really true two way player. I I always thought Drew Dye was like the most overrated NHL player. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he should have won Norris the year he won it. <laughs> yeah, uh, for like in like Hedman, Yossi, Carlson, Petrangelo, probably well, Carlson. I, Carlson fell off a cliff. Yeah, Carlson. No, no, John Carlson, not Eric, not Eric. Oh, John Carlson. John Carlson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Jacob Slavin's underrated. Yeah, but Jacob he's not Slavin. like top ten. He's not. He's not top ten. I don't think he's top ten, but he's certainly a good, a really good two way defense. And so, like, like Ryan McDonough, I would say probably maybe better, more more offensive than McDonough ever was. But yeah. Um. To be fair, Morgan Riley has been Morgan, good. Morgan Riley been, is very valuable to the Leafs. He's been underrated. Like, like if he we're talking very, about eight, eighteen, nineteen, like yes. he put up, he put up seventy-two points. <laughs> like he is the best player, I think, from his draft class. What draft which, year was that? I think that was the Neil Yakupov draft. Okay, yeah. Well, that draft was terrible. Yeah, like Ryan Murray's pretty good. But like he's been hampered with injuries. That's so. a good pickup. <sighs> Tell oh, yeah, us the, what they're the, doing. That, yes, I I thought that was really good pick. I thought that was a really nice move for them. You just gotta hope he stays healthy. That's like the biggest thing. Yeah. Um. They might be able to use PK Subban effectively. Now. It's um. It's like a. It was just like a. Like, hey, he's not doing anything for you. We'll just give you a pick and <laughs> and cap we'll like, space and cap space, and we'll just try to revive his career. And yeah. it's like a it's like a win for both teams, I think, and especially I think they, for especially wait, for is, him as a player. Is he left-handed or right? He's left-handed. Left-handed. PK is right-handed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think if they put him together, that might be able to help out PK a bit because they would have someone defensively responsible and um and um. 
Ryan Murray, the PK might be able to do his own thing, and the, and like the New Jersey Devils won't be using him like he's from the Habs days, which he's not. Yeah, he's not prime PK. Yeah, I wish <laughs> that would be fun to watch. That would be, but um, um, oh, you know we talked we were we talked about the reverse retro jerseys who. Who is like the worst? Who has like the worst jersey in your the opinion? the Red Wings? It's a practice jersey. <laughs> yeah, pra- yeah. Have you, you seen know, it? Everyone, I please take it. a look at that. It's so ha- bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's it's. I like it. I know what they were trying to do. They're trying to keep it simple, but it's too simple. <laughs> yeah, I actually like the Dallas Stars one. Okay, I've seen. And that. I, that that's a nice. ver- that, that's a very hot take. <laughs> but like now they have. Have you seen the the full uniform? Uh yes, I have. That that actually looks really nice. Uh huh. And I, you know, a whole and also people are like misinterpreting reverse retro as just retro. Yeah. It's reverse retro. <laughs> it's not gonna be a full retro jersey. The Kings one is actually pretty nice. The Kings one's nice. A lot of them are nice. Uh, you know, the the blue Montreal Canadian jerseys work. Oddly enough, <laughs> have you you seen that them right? Yeah, yeah. That works oddly enough. Surprisingly, it looks really nice. Um, the flames right. went. The flames went back with um. Uh, I forget. I forget what they called the the horse, but I, I know they went back with the horse, the flaming horse. Mm-hmm. I forget what they call him. But uh, I thought those were nice jerseys too, too. I like the red jersey that the Senators have with their two D logo. Yeah, I like the new Senators logo too in general. Yeah, well, I like it's the the Senators. Well, it's not really a new logo. They brought back oh, the logo. old logo. Yeah. Um, the Jets one is underwhelming. Yep, I've seen that. Oh. Um. Minnesota went back with like had like a bit of the North Stars. I like logo. those. I I love the the Minnesota Wilds logo a lot because when you like f- when you find out like all the detail about details about it, when you look at it and, and you you listen to all the details about it, it's very interesting. The mouth is like the lake. Mm-hmm. The eye is the moon. Um, the they have the forest in there. They have and they, oh wait oh, is it the they, I think the eye is the North Star or something like that. So yeah, it's like when you like listen to like all the, in detail about the logo, you start to appreciate it a lot. All right, I kind of got a I got a class soon, so okay, yeah, you you can go. All, all right, well. so that will conclude this episode of the Wildcard Podcast. Subscribe. And take a listen to us. All right, I'll see you guys later. A pilot podcast episode. See you, everyone.